Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back to another episode of the Mission Control Podcast. Amazing, amazing what, track. What what track? I feel like if we if we're gonna play tracks, we should at least credit who we're playing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what what was that? So we just heard from Gunship and Corin Hardy. Sathulu. Oh, Sathulu. Yeah. No, I've actually really enjoyed Gunship. They've, they've yeah. just popped up on Spotify. Well, a couple of years back, but yeah, yep. really fucking good. They're that kind of uh, cyberpunky sound. Mm. That 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 new sound. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna take these off. Um, you going headphoneless? I'm going headphoneless. Oh, if well. I if I end up yelling, just point at me and say, "Stop yelling." <laughs> All right. Well, uh, it's my birthday yesterday. Oh yes. Yeah. Happy I was gonna, birthday. I was, yeah. I don't usually point out when it's my birthday, I but know, it was my birthday always... yesterday. I'm having a birthday week. I'm not just going to relegate it to one day, and yeah. it's just going to be a week of self care. Yeah. And I'm just going to chill out. I'm not even going to say how old I am because I'm fucking. Oh, I can't well, believe I'm that old. Yeah. You're, you're... <laughs> Drinking, what do you got? Uh, a long neck Cooper. I've got a long neck. It's very economical, and they only cost seven dollars. Oh, yeah. It's very strange now that I'm I'm the one drinking water and trying to be fit and stuff, and you're the <laughs> one with a beer. Well, uh, no, but you see, <laughs> I I know it sounds like I'm making excuses, but every beer you see me drink on the podcast is like my first beer of the week. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or is it? No. Want some Mighty Boost on Cork? I can't go for that. No, whoa. <laughs> Know that song? I can't for that. I yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I thought we have a thirty-second dance off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here it is. Yeah, I got it now. Yeah, can you crank that for two seconds? I haven't just I haven't for my birthday. For a while. Okay. Oh, okay. um, were you a fan of Mighty Bruce? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. yeah. There was no no fielding. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. No fielding. Oh yeah! Happy birthday to me! Happy birthday, Daryl! Yeah, I'll be doing like an actual full dance. Yeah, just for thirty seconds. And you gotta hump the desk. Yeah, and that's why I can't go for that. You gotta wait for it. Keep going. Keep going. And that's why I can't go for that. That's exactly why well, I hey, can't Vince, go for that. What can I do you for? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right, that's it. Oh, yeah. I want to kick off this podcast mm-hmm. with a few correct, not, well, corrections. Yep. As well as some follow, follow-ups on our last podcast because I think the last podcast we did when we, we talked a lot about this uh, Russia-Ukraine stuff going on, I mm-hmm. think... It was very early stages as it well. It was very it? early, yeah. Um, and and for people that don't know, we have about a, like a week turnaround. Like yeah. we, it, it should be quicker in reality. Yeah, so, but, and, but and a lot of stuff <laughs> it's happened about a week, in that time. Yeah. And there was a few things that, listening back on that podcast, that I realized that I may have uh, misinterpreted or brought across the wrong way. Okay. The first one I want to address is that uh, the the I, I think I said something about the the separatists in uh, the Donetsk, Donbass region. That's right. And I thought that they weren't Russian. I thought like these were the people that didn't want to... And I was like, why are they escaping to Russia if they don't like Russia? Turns out that they are actually Russians and they that, that they do kind of want to be part of Russia, but they want to be independent. They don't want to be Ukrainian. They don't want to be Russian. They want to be independent, but they are majority uh, Russian-speaking uh, Russian uh, yeah. people. But where do they want to live? They want to live in their own house in the Donbass region. Yeah, so they want to. They, that's why they want to yeah. declare that they want to stay. Yeah, they want yeah, to have yeah. the independence, but they want to 
sort of side with Russia. And that's why Putin signed that um, uh, recognition of sort of independence of that place, which kicked off this whole fucking bullshit. Yeah. Um, and I think I said something about Russia and Ukraine, both saying that they... Uh, what are Russia and Ukraine saying? No war. Like, I think at, in the early stages, they were both saying that there's nothing going on, there's no war going on. And obviously, we can see now that there is something going on. So, maybe my interpretation of that is maybe they were trying to deal with it themselves Mm -hmm. and just telling the rest of the world to just, you know, stay out of it. Yeah. We want to deal with this. Just stay out. Yeah. They would would say, like, you know, this is our war. We want to fight ourselves. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, once again, I want to reiterate, this is well before a lot of the current conflict um, yes. kicked off. So yeah. it was early days at the time. So, yes. yeah, um, and that, I think that's one of the issues with having turnaround times is that inevitably um, the information gets a little bit old after a week, yeah. you know? Yeah, and, um, yeah, and uh, the NATO, Yeah, I think I called it the North American Treaty something. No, it's a North Atlantic it's North Treaty Atlantic. Organization. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm an idiot. <laughs> Everyone knows that. Um and the, the one thing I've got to note here, so, yes, early on, Putin was saying that they're just doing military exercises. And this whole thing sort of argument, oh, they're just doing exercises, there's, there's nothing to worry about. Now, and then, and then he announced a special operation where those military w- did end up going into Ukraine. Well, they didn't actually go into Ukraine to begin with. They went into the Donbass region, which was recognized by Russia as being independent. So... To say that they actually went into Ukraine, well, according to Ukraine, they went into Ukraine. According to Russia, they went into an independent country. It's yeah. it's, a, it's a total. It's a, it's a fucking mess, is what it really is. Mm. The 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 real battle at the moment, I guess for for us, you know, people not involved directly, is discerning what information is real and what is not. You know, and I think a lot of the we're we're getting a. We, I think we can all agree we're getting definitely a one-sided view on the events there and the fact that there's a no-fly zone over the whole region it's like well you're only you're relying purely on legacy media which which they've shown that the actual ratings for a lot of these uh, mainstream platforms has increased because I think during COVID a lot of their ratings were going down the toilet and now everyone's Back again to square one, looking at in the um, sorry, uh, legacy media for answers, and for some reason now we're believing them on the whole and Ukraine it's, crisis. It's only because they've gone and censored, shut down, and blocked all other sources of media. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. Well, you can't. Who else? Who, who you? It's you so obvious, isn't it? They've put so many bans on well RT to begin with, mm-hmm. and any Russian uh, source of information. And just saying, no, you cannot listen to that. You cannot even sort of acknowledge. You have to listen to what we have to say. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's basically con- controlling what, what the narrative is. And I know I throw that, that word around a lot, but it's, it's true. There's no better way to put that. Um, I don't think they're, they're banning, you know, people going to, uh, to Russia today and looking at news. But if you're sharing it on a commercial platform like uh, Facebook or Twitter, you will actually get blocked from no, sharing. Well, from what I've heard, there's actual like media sources. A lot of media companies around the world have... Blo- I mean, Foxtel in Australia has stopped airing RT That's news right. on, yeah, on yeah. Foxtel. Mm. Um, YouTube in Europe has banned RT news on, on YouTube. Yep. 
it's 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 gone. It's out of fucking control. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, I'm just very conscious and very um, aware of this recent push from corporations that for some reason feel like they have to have a say in it, like, you know, BWS getting rid of, you know, <laughs> Russian vodka and things like that. Um, now, how, how how true is that? Like, I, I want to find out, like, were they legitimately, like, t- pulling Russian products from the shelves or were, was it just an isolated incident that yes. got blown up? Because their justification no. was that the Ukrainian community were reaching out to, no, to take it off the shelves. Is that was, true? There was a, um, a bottle shop up on... Um, I think it was on Waratah Avenue up in uh, the Dalkeith area. Yeah. Where my mum usually goes to the cafe there. And she, she, anyway, she went to the bottle shop to try and buy some Russian vodka and they wouldn't sell it to her. They would not sell her Russian vodka. And she just said to the uh, person at the, um, at the store, well, you're losing business and walked out. That's all they're doing to themselves. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So it's, no, it's, it's not isolated to just like BWS. Or it is. Like independent small liquor store, everyone is doing. Mm. Everyone is jumping on this fucking train. But then yeah. it became such a big virtue signal because I was just there the other day, and there's like twelve different varieties of vodka, and most people, I think, like either they're going to be the big connoisseur connoisseurs and get like the premium vodka, which is mm. from Poland, and a lot of like like absolute that's from. Yep. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, we. I think a lot we of us can... not actually from Russia, except for yeah, maybe yeah. Russian standard. Yeah. We we did a little bit of uh, digging and into what vodkas are actually from Russia, and a lot of them, I would say, eight out of ten of them weren't actually from Russia, right? Yeah, yeah so it's not yeah. affecting their bottom line. So no. when they try to do this whole um, standing with Ukraine thing, it it's a I mean, ca- yeah. They would have had a had a meeting. They said, "Well, will this actually affect?" They're their just line? business moves, man. I just know. <laughs> yeah, just know they they wouldn't have done it if it affected the bottom line. Absolutely. In a major way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because there's so many different manufacturers. Yeah, it's, it's true. I think it was very much a calculated cost that they went, okay, if we can make this PR move to signal the intent, I don't know why, but they, it, it just seems like, um, you're right, it, it wouldn't have affected their profits anyway, so that's why they cho- oh, chose they, to do it. You know? They would have done it. They, I reckon they would have done it even if it did affect their profits. No, because no they want to bullshit. No, it's virtue reckon, signal. I, no, I reckon, yeah, well, it is virtue signal, yeah. but at the same time... Well, they're time, probably capitalizing on it, you know, to virtue signal. Is, but, you know. I reckon that that whole virtue signal would take over the whole, you know, thinking about, oh, my business. I mean, look at what's happened with the COVID stuff. Yeah. Everything's fucking collapsing, but it doesn't matter as long as you stand with the crane. Look, countries all over the world now... The US, Euro- all the European countries that are putting all these sanctions and stuff on Russia have admitted to their own people that this is going to cripple their own economies. Yeah. But it, it's a sad. What, who, who said it? It wasn't Biden. It was, um, I think Kamala might have said it. It is the sacrifice that they have to make in order to mm-hmm. support Ukraine. I'm like, yeah, it's interesting. It's really interesting. Um, and also, uh, also, I want to point out that yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not siding with Russia. I'm not. I'm trying mm. to be so in the middle of this thing, which I was going to actually say early before we moved on was, um, I think everyone just needs to stay out, stay out of this fucking. Mm. It, it should be. A, this is an issue between Russia and Ukraine. Yeah. The rest of the world should really just sit back and just deal with their own shit. Yeah. And I, and I, I really actually hope that Europe, uh, NATO, and all them do not get involved. That, yeah, that's just yeah. me. That's just me right now. I um, yeah, and same with me. It's like fair enough. You can side with whoever you want, and definitely me, you, 
uh, I know we do the podcast together, but and we have different views on things, but we try our best, I do at least, and I know you do, to stay critical and stay central. So anyone that thinks that we're siding in a black and white way with any side yeah. is, is, I think they have the wrong idea. No, but we're trying to basically maybe look outside a bit or push back against that one road narrative that we've been fed. Um, and to me, if all it takes is a little bit of digging on Ukraine's geopolitical history and you'll learn a lot about what's at stake now. And I think there's a lot more beneath the surface. Um, for example, you know, I think a lot of the Democratic National Party in the early 2000s were already doing really shady things to Ukraine, like kind of undermining, and I'm talking about America, not, not the American government, I would even say the, the pockets of the government that are kind of gone rogue, which I think the CIA has a lot of fingerprints in undermining Ukraine. Um, there's a lot of shady oil and gas deals. I mean, Biden and his son are involved directly so with Pel the Ukraine. And Pelosi's and Pelosi. son as well. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of them have sons and daughters with a lot of co active contracts going on in the Ukraine in terms of oil and gas. So I think UN is really uh, – sorry, UN. I keep <laughs> – the same thing. No, sorry. No, no, no. Uh, no. But uh, I think Ukraine has a lot of history that people need – should learn before they just wave a flag and say, I stand with them. I'm yeah. like, that's cool, but just be aware of the history of that place yeah. and the fact that it seems to be, um, have a lot of ties with, once again, that same circle, the UN, NATO, and the WEF. They yeah, always have ties to them. And in the history, how the Ukraine pretty much helped the Nazis in Nazi Germany. That's a side that, that they don't want to touch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They don't even want to touch and acknowledge yeah. that in their own backyard. I mean, it's, but, you it's, know. it's people will deny that there's Nazi s sympathizers mm -hmm. in Ukraine. I'm not saying that all of Ukraine, I'm not saying like the government, of, but they there are Nazi sympathizers in Ukraine. I do not condone. I mean, uh, here's my political stance. I do not condone Putin better watch out. Listen, the hypocrisy. Listen to me right now, Vladimir. I do not condone you um, going into that country and putting people in harm's way, which is essentially what the, the I think the real argument is that war puts people in harm's way, right? Absolutely. It's the, the innocent people in this whole issue are the civilians that get caught yeah. in the way. They that, suffer for the war of the elites. They suffer. Yeah, yes. they, they're the ones that suffer. However, people have overlooked the the reason as to why Russia went in and they're trying to hide the reason that they went in by controlling the Western media and controlling the mindset of the, the mm -hmm. Western culture and the very, the, I want to, no offense, but the leftist culture. Yeah. Is there a way that we can find out, how, did the education system in mm. Ukraine get very westernized. Yep. You know, I mean, I, I made that, um, the 5A the take, actually, shout out, um, put that mm. video up about the the, the the contrast between the United States Army recruitment um, adverts and the Russian Army recruitment adverts. And you just go, like, no way. Russia's going to decimate fucking any yeah. US military yeah. if that is the promotion and the way they're doing it. And when you look at what's happening in the Ukraine, like, that video alone... Five eight take shout out again um, mm. is pretty much what Ukraine is. Yeah, that one video you've you've. I, I mean, again, this is just me going off uh, myself. I'm not. I'm obviously not Ukrainian. I don't live in that area, 
but it feels like that country got so sort of divided yep. by this West East culture. Yep, yep. And it's very much a, a generational thing. Yeah. Like a, a lot of the, the, the younger crew are coming out with that, you know, um, hey, man, like, you know, peace, love, equality and all that stuff, which is great on the surface. Yeah. Yeah. It all sounds great. Yeah. But then when you look deeper, you look at how it undermines people's power to mm. be liberated. Yeah. And, and to, to be free and to say and to, to have freedom of speech, like real freedom of speech. There's an hour, we could, maybe two, three hours we can do just on Ukraine. Yeah. We could do an hour just on Boris Yeltsin getting drunk and looking for pizza in Washington, D.C. in his underwear. Oh, similar time. Similar time. Did he really do that? Yes. What? Similar time. He, he, um, he was visiting uh, uh, Bill Clinton in D.C. And they went missing. The Secret Service went to go find him. And he was out on the streets in D.C. in his underwear, drunk, trying to find pizza. <laughs> Now, I don't know if that's a euthanism for something. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but, uh, no, 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 no. But apparently no, that happened. Old, old, yeah. old uh, dancing, drinking bus. Okay, but what I was going to say is, yeah. after that 2014 uh, revolution, which, you know, it's cool for Ukraine because obviously there was a, 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 a disconnect in something going on in that country. Yeah. But what happened was all the people that lived in that Donbass region, which is the eastern part which borders Ukraine, uh, Russia, were... Primarily, Russian people. I, that's that's what happened in in Crimea. Is what happened was the majority of the people in Crimea were Russian, and they had that vote. And 80, 70 to eighty percent of that country voted in favor of joining Russia. So it just goes to show that yeah, that's democracy. Mm. You know, you vote on something. If the majority wins, that becomes it. Mm-hmm. Okay, but it obviously shows that there's people that disagree with it. But the, that's how democracy works, is majority rule, majority rules kind of thing. Anyway, but what happened in the Donbass region is a majority of the people that were traditionally Russian and actually um, wanted to sort of hold that Russian tradition were being attacked. And I'm not going to go deep into what they say happened, but they reckon people were, the um, areas were being shelled, the... Russian military were attacking him. The Russian uh, Nazis, that Ak- Abrov or whatever the fuck that name of group is, the militias and stuff, were constantly, for the last eight years, have been attacking, bombing, murdering these people in that region because they were Russian. Mm. And all Putin did was saying, look, these people have come to me. I'm, I'm paraphrasing Vladimir, I'm sorry. Um, these people said that they want to be recognized as independent. They don't necessarily want to join Russia, but they want to be independent and they don't want to continue to be fucking murdered and killed by these Ukrainian people. So Vladimir stepped in and said, look, hey, look, stop it. You better stop doing this or I'm going to come in and, you know, just clear you out and protect these people. But they didn't stop. Mm. And what happened was NATO and the UN threw their backdoor deals and stuff. No, this is there's a whole array, all these things are happening at the same time. You know, NATO is trying, the EU is trying, Ukraine's trying to join the EU, trying to get NATO support, which would allow the US and stuff to bring forces into Ukraine, sit on the border of Russia and point their guns at Russia and point their guns at yeah. Russia. Yeah. At the same time, Russia's like, don't do that. But also, you guys stop doing that. They, they, they pissed. They pissed them off. They pissed Putin off mm. to no end. 
And yeah. now they turn around and call him the fucking evil guy. I'm like, not siding with the Russians, not siding with the Ukrainians, definitely not siding with NATO and the US, but everyone just take a step back and mm. please calm the fuck down. And I think... And stop gaslighting. Yeah, stop... <laughs> That's the, that's the only tactic that they seem to to cling on to now is gaslighting. You know, admitting things later after calling you a loony for for you know raising those questions earlier. But I I really do think I feel like the U.S. has a lot of fingerprints all over Ukraine, and I feel like they've done this to other countries in <laughs> South America. You know, Ecuador. I even want to tie like as much as. I want to see the people of China and all that liberated. I feel like even the Hong Kong riots was another one of those uni student, you know, kind of Western influence because we saw a lot of people in Hong Kong flying US flags saying, come save us, Trump. And I'm like, okay, that's cool, but is that really organic or was that kind of, you know... Yes. I think they now have the power to weaponize the youth and to make them, by proxy, fight for the globalists. Yes. I think that's what's happening all around the world and they're they're co-opting revolutions to create these phony revolutions where they literally give kids, like, weapons and go, look, fight for this, we'll pay you. Yeah. Like, that's how bad it's gotten. Like, they'll actually pay the youth... Literally pay the youth to undermine their own city, like destroy your own mm. city almost. And this is not me speculating. It's, it's been done in history where they've, uh, the CIA has paid proxy armies to overthrow their own government to then install who they want that then mm. pledges allegiance to the, the greater agenda. They've done didn't, that everywhere. Didn't they, in, didn't they install um, – what's his name? Um Gaddafi wasn't he installed? Yeah, what, I think Saddam. It, Saddam. Saddam was, was installed. Yeah. Like they, they basically um, puppeteer countries by creating revolutions. Yeah. It's, it's really insidious yeah. because it's not what you would suspect. It kind of pushes people to be more emotional rather than logical and critical yes. and strong. Yeah. It, it favors um, people, uh, you know, people's feelings. Yeah, you know. and then people become very submissive. Yeah, which allows mm. for these um these global elites, these these world economic forums, yeah, to, the, to um, capitalize to on capitalize that, and yeah, take to, it over to actually and use the media against exactly, them. but like, but not only that, but to but to use people's feelings of oh, you can't do that to another country, capitalize on that to then create a fake revolution or to paint a certain picture to the rest of the world. Called, you know, they're called useful yeah. idiots. <laughs> yeah, useful idiots, and they're they're which everywhere. Is, which is a very yeah. Where did the term useful idiots come from? Very much a communism type thing. Yeah, I don't know. The only useful idiot around here is me. Um. (laughs) I honestly think that since Operation Mockingbird, like in the the JFK times, from that point onwards, all news has been weaponized. Yeah. For for our viewers who haven't heard of it, what is Operation Mockingbird? Um, Well, basically it was (laughs) an admitted CIA project that they were going to infiltrate media to sway public opinion. Um, and to completely dominate the media with, and then there's that old quote, you know, um, I think from a CIA, former CIA d- director that said, "We will know that our mission is complete when everything the public knows is a lie," <laughs> yeah. and that that was the intention is to basically. When, when was that said? 
I think uh, I can't remember. You might have to look it up, but uh, yeah, when, uh, when everything the American public believes is a lie, and I think that that rings true today. I think uh, the signs of a successful psychological operation is when the public sides with the aggressors and look at the victims as the aggressors. Basically, the complete inversion. Yeah. And I think that uh, we. I'm not saying there's a distinctive right or wrong side, but basically just know that when you listen to Western media, you are getting one side. Yes. You are getting the side that they feel you have to see. Yeah. You are getting the propaganda that they want you to see. Yeah, so and, and tap on top of that all the censorship and mm. uh, shutdown of all other media. Yep. But what, what I want to go on this, that, that Mockingbird thing. Now, I even think as well, when, when I feel when people hear about this Operation Mockingbird, about how the CIA was is trying to co-opt the media. People, I feel like people might be thinking, well, that's impossible. There's no way the CIA can control all the media. There's no like, how many news channels around the world. The CIA can't control that. But it, it's, it's not that direct, direct influence on Channel 7 down the road here. You know, that's not what we're talking about. It's that... That carp, carp, men, carpet, mental, carpet, mental, compartment, compartment, I can't say that. I can't say that word. <laughs> compartmentalized. Yeah. Um, the, the 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 triangle. Okay. Quick, 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 quickly. Someone snap that and say I'm in the Illuminati. <laughs> but that triangle, where all you need to do is the people at the top. You just take out the you key take, players. You take out the key players at the top. We'll not That's take them out. But you, you, yeah. you, you can you you. Influenced through methods of whether it be blackmail, bribing, all the the dark shit that does happen in the world, all you have to do is get the very very top, mm-hmm. and then it just trickles down naturally. And and if you think that you know that talking head talking to you every night on the news is a real journalist, no, they literally get a script to read. They they're not going out and finding stories themselves yeah, to report called, on. They're like, called repeaters. Remember, remember the old days of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and uh, April O'Neil. Like mm. that to me was a reporter. She's inside yeah. with them. She's risking her life hanging out with these fucking terrorist turtles. Like and and she and she she's was, there reporting on what and she, was told she by wants. Like, to don't pursue this story. And she said, "Well, I'm going to do it." And she went oh. against. Exactly, she went. Bosses. She Same. went against people, and, and you see that even with like Peter Parker and uh, Lois Lane, Superman, and when Superman. She, when and she that. tries to, you know, print an article in the main, the the Daily Telegraph, I think it's called the the Daily da- Bugle, da- da- Daily Planet, oh, Daily, Daily Planet. Planet. Daily Planet. Bugle is a uh, Spider Man. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Where she takes this article she's written about Superman to the Daily Planet and tells the editor, "This is my story." The editor's like, "No, no, fuck off. Go write a story about shoes or something." Yeah, you know because. That is how they control media. That's like how that. they control the media. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, she has yeah. to then take the story of Superman to this underground independent, uh, independent media. media. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. they're the only ones that will publish it. But but that I'm not, I'm not saying that Superman's real. Don't take this. Out no, 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 no. Yeah. But I'm t- I'm trying to say that when I was a kid, man. when I was a kid, when I was a kid, that was the reporter that I. That was how I saw journalism. Yes. You report yes. on the shit that the establishment does not want you to hear. And you break the rules. And uh, remember uh, uh, Robin Williams in Good Morning Vietnam, where they're like, "You can't talk about that latest bombing." And he's like, "Fuck you!" I'll talk. And he just kept reading yeah, the news. Yeah, he's just this funny guy who really 
brought about good morale to the soldiers, but then when he actually got a serious news story, they said, oh, no, 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 don't. Yeah, no, you can't actually <laughs> report the truth. And you he can't actually he, report. No, you just stay there, monkey man, and make jokes. Exactly. And that is <laughs> what... for us, monkey boy. And I think what we see now with the media is the complete infiltration where everyone's given in to, 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 the, to the monster. And they're like, you know what? Like, literally, legacy media now can only rely on clickbait. That's the only way, their only method of survival is clickbait. That's well, all they can do. But it's, it's, it's the same thing. And like, they're still failing. And what, they're still failing. Which What journalist, especially if, if they've got a family, wife, kids, mortgages, car, payments, and all that stuff, is going to risk their job to tell the truth or, or actually go out and investigate mm-hmm. and bring up something that may be questionable when they can just do what fits within the guidelines of their commercial contract but then, but then and get their paycheck. But then you will have um, news organisations who do. Shout out to Rebel News, who then get told by the police in the told told by the police like you can't go to this press conference. Um, you're not a real journalist. It's, uh, no, yeah. I'm actually a registered journalist. Yeah, yeah. But then they're all like people the the and the people turn like, against. Them. Yeah, like Rebel News and all these independent news. They get labelled this uh, right wing or oh, conspiracy or yeah. oh, evil. Like no, it's 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 nuts. I, I, I think at the end of the day, this this war that's happening in Russia, this war that's happening with COVID, this war that's happening with media, this all of this all of this stuff that just I mean, since the start of twenty twenty, all of the stuff that has happened. I mean, obviously we had to have a fucking world war. To really just put the icing on the cake for the last two years of what's been going on globally. And if anyone can't take a step back and look at all of this stuff and go, well, actually, the only people that are benefiting from all of this of of what's going on are these global elites. Mm. They have profited more from all this chaos and the people have received consistently less and less and less and have to yeah. settle for less jobs, more inflation. Now we're under attack from scarcity and supply chain shortages. Cunt- so countries sacrificing their own economics exactly. and stuff to support this uh, Ukraine thing. Like- and, and what a great way to have a boogeyman to blame it on when you have rising inflation and terrible gas prices. You just say, oh, it's because of the oh, war. Remember that time that they blamed everything on the war? Like, oh, why is fuel, like, climbing? Oh, it's because of the Iraq war. Because of the war. And mm. it's, it's always just because of other stuff around. And I don't doubt that they it does have an influence, but after a while it just becomes... Just which is a bullshit, shitty excuse. Which is bullshit because I saw months ago that fuel was going up to $2. It was in December fuel was going up to $2 a litre. Yeah. Mm. This is way before we knew anything about this. Yeah, exactly. But and now they're saying, it's oh, it's, excuse. it's because of the war with uh, Ukraine. It's Pull just, the other one. Yeah, it's just, spare me. Don't piss on my leg and tell me it's raining. Yeah. Like, just tell me you're pissing yeah. on my yeah, leg. Don't you spit know? on a cupcake. <laughs> but I, I think, a lo- and I've started seeing a lot more articles coming out now asking who are these unelected global influential who, who elected them mm. yeah like who like none they, of them went through dem- a democratic process they no. get installed yeah, yeah same like same with the un like there there are there are a group of unelected highly globally influential people that somehow are above the jurisdiction of any country 
the the jurisdiction of any laws, I guess, mm. that somehow are able to conduct and control, advise mm-hmm. and organize the entire global structure. And they're immune to prosecution yeah. as well in the yeah. in, in the process. Yeah. 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 And I'm I'm not I'm, I'm not out I'm not gonna I'm not going out and saying, oh they're they're Illuminati and all rituals mm. and they all meet in secret and sacrifice babies. Only some of them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> only some of them. Only some of them. But yeah, and I think a, a lot of that, a lot of people are kind of waking up to that now as well. Going, who, who uh, what was that? There was a, do you phone? hear that? Phone. Oh, you don't have your headphones on. Yeah. I, someone's phone. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think a lot of people are suddenly waking up to this, which is what I consider, and a lot of people consider the, the, the global elites. There it is again. They, they're, they're tapping me. They're tapping me. I've suddenly brought it up. No, it's just me. I'm just going to message. <laughs> um, the, the these global elites, which have this structure, which we hear this term "new world order," and everyone, or everyone puts it off, saying, "Oh, you know, that's just—it's a term. It's a term. The new world order is a, a changing of the system." Like I completely agree. Yeah, it's the system changes, and we are watching the entire global system change to the point that Russia or China is going to be the new superpower of the world. The but it's U.S. Been years in the making. The U.S.'s days are over. You know, we, we grew up with the U.S. always being the superpower of the world. No, it, it's time they're handing over the... To- well, they're not. They're trying to take it. Uh, whether mm. they're handing it or taking it, who knows? And I think the the old... Uh, this argument is, is this by design? Yeah. Or is it by chance? And I, I wouldn't even say that it's the U.S. selling out. I think it's corrupt elements of the government. Are selling yeah, out. They, they, they know. But, but, they know no country. Yeah, but but they're having trouble a lot in the U.S. because a lot of the states they can't quite get that full grip on the country because a lot of the states are independent, and even worse, a lot of the states are armed, so they can't just steamroll a whole country. They actually have a bit of a hesitancy because they know that the. The majority, even freaking liberals in the U.S., have a handgun, so they can't just go in and start kicking people out of their homes. Yeah. And I really don't want to sound pro-gun, but I'm like, yeah, in a way, though, it is an equalizer. Yeah. It is kind of an equalizer where the state thinks twice, and if they think twice, it's worth it. Yeah. It's probably worth it in times like this, you know. Well, how is in times it coming like this? through the um the thing? It's coming ask. Oh, is it really? Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, it's plugged in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. yeah, but at the same time, they send yeah. all these weapons and stuff to Ukraine and give yeah. them out to... to they're, they're breaking people out of prison. That's crazy. To give these people... They're teaching people how to make uh, Molotov cocktails. They are yeah. They are arming the citizens and giving them weapons. So you like, let... You freaking... Not to use that dirty L word, but you, you people that are against guns suddenly now are pro-gun when it comes to a revolution, but you don't believe that anyone else deserves protection. Like, what the fuck is that double standard? Like, yeah. crazy. But anyway, crazy. Yep, yeah. going back, I'm just saying that, yep, <laughs> we, are, we are facing a new world order that is coming for us. But I, I, I always have faith, and I wouldn't be doing this podcast if I didn't have hope. Like, if I felt like it was all over, I probably wouldn't be talking about this. Do you know what I mean? And I, I like, well, this is just me. I'm not saying that you have to agree with me, mm. but 
the whole reason I'm this passionate about things is not because I think it's over. It's because I think there really is hope. Yes. Do you know what I mean? And I think we we don't talk about – I don't talk about this stuff in the kind of – it's set in stone. There's nothing that we can do about it. Everything's fucked. I don't want to have that tone. (laughs) But but I I always – me anyway, um, I can only speak for myself. I always believe that in the end – it's not going to work out for the for the people that are trying to do bad. Yeah. I think karma, whatever you want to call it, divine uh, intervention, universal law, whatever, you can't just get away with taking over people and, and abusing your power like that. I think eventually, basically, nature, even through nature, there's a turning of the tides. And I think we're mm. seeing that happening. Yeah. And I think that's the reason they needed the media control in the first place is for this moment where they need the full narrative to be um, to be completely pushed 100% around the globe because they're losing the actual war. And I think people are waking up. I think a lot of people are waking up, and it's it's a beautiful time to be alive at the end of the day. Yeah. I don't know. I well, still, I'm still happy we're here and we get to actually see this happening in real time. That's I'm gonna, insane. I'm going to hold my ground and go down <laughs> with the ship. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yep, I'll okay. always maintain and hope and do, do play my, something fight my best. Or is it playing? To, I, I, I don't know. I'm just getting the volume back up. To turn <laughs> it down. Play us out, Nick. Play us out, Nick. Play anything. The New World Order anything. is coming for you. We will fight. We will stand our ground. I think we will. And you know what? We might be the only. Oy, 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 we, might, <laughs> we might be the only counterculture podcast left. In <laughs> yeah. Do you see anyone doing this? I know that a couple of them are. A couple of them are starting to. To butt heads a little bit. Did you play something, Nick? Because I am, but you, yeah, you turn it down, so it's well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, it's I'm turning it down because I'm still talking. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we we anyway. kind of we drop, drifted off there, guys. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening to the Mission Control podcast. You can find us on uh, Instagram, Spotify. Nick, thanks again for joining us. Thank you, Nick. Thank you. We're, and uh, no worries, and happy birthday, Daryl. Yeah, no, happy thank birthday, you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, uh, it's all it's all going to be okay. It's all going to be okay. Eventually, but it's going to be a bit rough, but it's going to be okay. Prepare for the worst, hope for the best.